Happy Tuesday, football fans. You have found the Behind the Lines podcast for week number six. My name is Steven Andrus, joined each and every week on this show by Christian Cipollini, sports trader at BetMGM. A day later than usual this week. Thank you for your patience. Had an office holiday and some tech issues here on the home front, but happy to get this back out to you. In this episode, we will look back at the week that was week five in the National Football League in terms of betting, the biggest public wins, the biggest public losses. We will also look ahead to the early week lines at BetMGM for week number six. couple of huge games on this slate with the Chiefs and the Bills and the Eagles and the Cowboys. So we'll run through those numbers as betting starts to pour in here on week number six and I'll also share a couple of the early week bets I have made over at bet MGM but Christian how are you my friend great to have you back yeah it's good good um, unfortunately probably not as good for the public as it was uh, one of the better weeks we've had this season actually definitely the best week we've had this season was this week so that is now four of five weeks by my count that yep. has been a winning week for the book and capped off by the best week yet for the book in week number five. What were some of the uh, the biggest public losses? Let's start with there since uh, since this was such a big week for the book. Yeah, our, our biggest win of the, of the week uh, was Bengals-Ravens. That was our biggest mm-hmm. one. Um, Last night would have been a lot better if the Chiefs didn't uh, finish that comeback off. Uh, the pre- the pregame side was good for us, but uh, in game uh, everyone took the Chiefs when they were down seventeen points, so our in game uh, kind of washed out the the winnings of the of the pregame I, side there. I don't know the exact number, but I think I saw somewhere around like two to one on the on the live money line when they got down seventeen nothing. Does that sound? about accurate to you yeah probably somewhere around there but now they've done this so many times that every time they go down people just start firing back away on the chief's money line so yeah i i hear you i hear you and that's probably why you're not getting as as juicy of a number as you would if somebody else were to go down 17 nothing at that point right yeah they just keep doing it yeah (laughs) for sure for sure so how about the flip side here how about some of the biggest public wins uh if you can find a couple here or there after a rough week for the public yeah there wasn't too many and the ones that were were either a you know kind of a wash for us or uh just a small small loser but the couple that i have highlighted were seahawks saints um that one was just a a small loser for us and browns charters um was about a wash but other than that those were the only two bad ones for us on the schedule uh giants beating the packers was a great outcome for us uh the eagles not covering versus the cardinals was a good outcome uh, and even the Patriots just crushing the Lions. Uh, we had a lot of money on the Lions this week. That The Seahawks-Saints one is, sounds interesting to me because the the Saints covered, and they were the favorite, but high-scoring games. So I'm assuming we're talking like big picture here with all the props, all the touchdown scores. The public likes to bet the overs on that. Um, so I'm assuming that's, that's kind of how that wound up at the end for you guys. Yeah, we were actually a little bit more like normally we take more in the favor, but this one, which I was a little bit surprised. We took a little bit more, uh, we were a little bit more even, uh, on that game. Um, hmm. so I think the Seahawks money actually is kind of coming in a little bit more than we would have thought preseason wise, preseason wise, I would have thought that game was a 70%, 80% on the saints. I guess the public is attracted to offense, right? The public is attracted to yeah. offensive scoring and, and what they did the week before. And, and the Seahawks continue to put up a monster amount of points. And they've, even though it was in a losing effort, they they at least continued to show that they can move the ball, uh, ironically, a lot better than Russell Wilson. Uh, Geno Smith has been fantastic at this point. So 
Uh, just want to take a pause here for a moment to remind everybody, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Let us know in the comments what odds stand out to you for week six in the National Football League. Also, hit that Discord button in the top right-hand corner of the lines.com homepage, uh, and then go to the roles server, and you'll be able to see a couple of buttons you can press to get alerts immediately when anybody on our staff makes a bet. You'll get a push notification in the Discord app to be able to lock in the best of the number when we make the bet ourselves in our own personal accounts, wagering our own personal money. Um, but let's move forward here, Christian, to Monday. Well, <laughs> we already played Monday Night Football. We're a day late. We usually do the Monday Night Football look ahead to see uh, what's going on here in terms of the markets. But um, just a, a quick recap there. High scoring game. You would have been better off, though, if if the Chiefs didn't come back and win that one, you said, right? Yeah, we, we were really, really heavy on uh, Chiefs minus seven. I think it was close to 80. 89%, 90% uh, on the Chiefs. So uh, Ra- Raiders covering was huge there. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it knocks down a peg with Travis Kelsey and Devontae Adams with multiple touchdowns. That's that's never good for us. Um, and then the live money coming in uh, on the Chiefs didn't help us either. So what would normally would have been a massive winner ended up just being, you know, just okay. It's kind of almost, almost a wash. Let's look ahead now to the week six slate, the opening lines, the early week lines over at BetMGM, Christian. And we'll start with Thursday night football. Not ex- If Al Michaels didn't like the offenses last week, I can't wait to hear what he's going to say throughout this game against the Chicago Bears hosting the Washington Commanders on Thursday night. Uh, this one at Soldier Field on Amazon Prime and a small spread here and an even smaller total, Christian. Yeah, I was going to say it's the smallest or the lowest total of the weekend. Uh, the Bears are one point favorites at home here and the totals 38. This is an early week bet for me. I put it in our Discord channel as well in case you guys missed it. Again, another reason to go back and, and join our free Discord and, and, and make sure you get our bet alerts. I'm happy with anything here with the Washington Washington Commanders as a dog. I am happy with anything on the money line minus 110 or better. Uh, I could really just summarize my analysis with the Chicago Bears are a favorite in a football game and move on, but I'll give you a little bit more than that. Uh, the Washington Commanders have a very good rush defense. They are top five in both rush EPA and rush success rate defense. Obviously, we know the Bears want to run the ball. Their quarterback, Justin Fields, is maxed out at only 22 pass attempts in a game this year. And then on the flip side, the Bears' defense against the pass. Now, the knock on the commander's defense is that they can't really defend the pass. But the Bears' numbers against the pass are even worse. And the commanders actually have weapons to take advantage of it. Whereas on the flip side, the Washington commanders against the Bears offense doesn't really pose that much of a threat to me. I'm not worried about Justin Fields to Darnell Mooney. And I think that commander's pass defense has been skewed a little bit. They've been bad, but they've also played a lot of really good receivers. Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, A.J. Brown, um, Christian Kirk earlier in the season. They, they've played a lot of good receivers that they've gotten gashed by. I'm not sure this Bears offense is capable of taking advantage of that so uh but yeah again long story short the bears are favored in a in a game which probably won't happen for the rest of the season so i want to take a shot on the dog here on thursday night football let's move ahead here to the one o'clock eastern time slate in week six christian and the opening odds over at bet mgm 
Yes, we have Bucks at the Saints. Bucks are our biggest road favorite of the week. Uh, eight and a half point favorites with a total of 43 and a half. We have Bengals at Saints. Bengals are one and a half point road favorites. That total is 43 and a half. Jaguars at Colts. Colts are two point favorites with the total at 42. Patriots at Browns. Browns are three point favorites at home with that total 42 and a half. Jets at Packers. Packers are seven point favorites, total 46. Ravens at the Giants. Ravens are five point road favorites with the total being 44. We have the Vikings at the Dolphins. Vikings are three point road favorites as well with that total 45 and a half. 49ers at the Falcons, another road favorite, five and a half point favorites for the Niners, and that totals 43 and a half, and that's the last of the one o'clocks. Quick question here with, with the Vikings and the Dolphins, and this one you hovering around that key number of three. The Dolphins had Teddy Bridgewater knocked out. The reports were that he cleared the concussion protocol. We're not sure if two is going to play or not. Uh, that's another curveball into this situation. Uh, so as, of, as we record on Tuesday, we don't know who the quarterback is. When you're in a situation like this, when you're the sports book, my observation has been it seems like the opening lines kind of straddle in the middle between the two outcomes of, of who's going to play quarterback. Is that an accurate description of what we're seeing here with the Vikings and the Dolphins? Yeah, I'd say so. I, I, it's probably pretty close. If two end up playing, I'm sure it would go two, three points back, back in the other way. Um, there's a pretty big difference, obviously, between Skylar Thompson and two a playing quarterback, and even even with Teddy too. So, yeah, these these ones are a nightmare for the book because we just don't know what to make of it. I mean, the same way the same same for the public too. You don't 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 know what to make of it. Don't know what's going to happen. But we're sitting in the same spot. So for us, it's trying to just assess risk and trying to put it in a good spot. For sure. And when it comes to to limits, right, with your sharp betters, earlier in the week you have lower limits, and then as you get closer right. to kickoff, your your limits go up. Do you wait a little while to raise those limits on a game like this when you have uncertainty at the quarterback position, or do you still follow the same protocols and schedule as you do the rest of the games? Correct, yeah. And, until we get more clarity on on who's going to start a quarterback, we wouldn't be taking any any decent size action on that Um not until not until we have more clarity on what's going to happen. Just because it's so volatile, that'll move in a, you know way different directions depending on who's going to end up playing. Yeah, fair enough. Great insight there. We appreciate that. You're listening to the Lines.com Podcast Network. Looking for the latest player props and the best betting odds from the top U.S. sports books all in one place? Then join us right here every day this season for free picks and best bets from the sports betting experts you can trust. Check out the Lines.com NFL Megapod as Matt Brown, Stephen Andrus, and Adam Candy break down every game for this weekend's football slate. Join the Coast to Coast podcast crew Mondays through Fridays as Nate Weitzer and Josh Lander bring you the best player props and game lines for Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL. And tune in to Beat the Closing Line twice a week as Nicole Russo, Mo Nawara, and Eli Hershkovich dive into NFL opening lines, plus special guests from the sports betting world. So subscribe, rate, and review to the Lines Podcast Network, the source you can trust to make you a better sports better. The the afternoon slate here on Sunday, the four o'clock Eastern time window for week number six. Yeah, Panthers at Rams. Uh, our biggest favorite of the week is the Rams 11 point favorites here at home with that total being 40 and a half. Then we have Cardinals at Seahawks. Cardinals are three point favorites on the road there. That total 51 and a half. 
And the big one uh, for the 4 o'clock window, Bills at Chiefs rematch. Bills are two-point favorites here on the road, that total being our biggest of the week at 53.5. Seeing at least a little bit of of action on that big headline game between the Bills and the Chiefs here. As I pull up my live window here, you gave us the opening odds, but it looks like we're up to 2.5 here for the Bills on the road at Kansas City. I have to assume based on that number that we are pretty close to evenly rated between these two teams now. Um, I mean, well, I don't know. I take that back because home field advantage, three points for the Chiefs so that this line's really, really looking at like more than four points here on a neutral for the Bills. Is that how you're seeing this too? Yeah. I mean, I was a little bit kind of stunned to see that as well. Um, I mean, the Chiefs have Chiefs came back, you know, they still have looked like it's looked like Bills and Chiefs have been the best two teams all year. So, uh, but, but yeah, we're at Bills to, uh, two and a half on the road here. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's an interesting spot. I believe this would be the first time Patrick Mahomes is an underdog at home in his career. It's happened a couple of times when he was on the road. I got I got to double check that, but I'm almost positive I've seen that a couple of times where this will be the first time he's a home underdog. Uh, obviously the only team in the league capable of making that happen is the Buffalo Bills. So uh, an interesting spot here, Christian. Yeah, definitely not common for him to be a road uh, underdog. And and, uh, at that total at 50 and a half, I'm sure we will be taking a lot of over bets, no matter what what that number ends up being. (laughs) Yeah, I believe it. And if the Chiefs take a ton of money as big favorites, I'm curious to see how much money they take against the Bills as a dog, because with the New York legal market open now you've been getting a lot of bills action too so i mean obviously i'm not going to hold you to this but like if you had to guess how do you think this is going to be a pretty even split between both sides or um kind of put your put your crystal ball on here yeah i'd have to i'd have to say it's even just we we take bills money kind of no matter what but i mean getting the chiefs at plus money is i'm sure the public's going to be okay with doing that i mean you you can definitely convince yourself into you know saying i got the chiefs plus money i mean yeah of course i'm going to take that so if this somehow if this somehow gets the three christian i'm not sure it will uh but if this somehow ever gets the three even even chiefs plus three minus 115 that will be a bet for me this week just based on principle that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes really should never be a three-point dog at home against I don't care if they're playing the Monstars I would I would take the Chiefs plus three at home Uh, and I I don't really care much what Buffalo did against the Pittsburgh Steelers last week against a rookie quarterback and a really brutally bad secondary Um, so if the market wants to crown the bills for that Pittsburgh Steelers performance and give me the key number of three against the Chiefs at home I will be betting that We'll have to wait and see if we get to that number here as as the week goes on. The primetime window here, Sunday night football and Monday night football, a couple of key divisional battles here, one in the NFC, one in the AFC. Yeah, Cowboys at the Eagles. Eagles are four-and-a-half-point favorites there, and that totals 42. And then for Monday night, Broncos again. Broncos at the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are five-and-a-half-point favorites, so that totals 45. This is another one of my early week bets here. I did take the Dallas Cowboys at plus five. I'd be fine taking them at plus four and a half here. I'm not saying I think the Cowboys are going to win this game, but 
I just have this opinion that when it comes to elite defenses and elite pass rushes, it seems the market is slow to react to that compared to an elite offense. And I do believe that this Dallas Cowboys pass rush is the very best in the National Football League. They showcased it again against the L.A. Rams, albeit against the beat up offensive line. But they are wrecking games to make it so that the offense can be conservative, take the points that come to them and come out with double digit wins in these games. They're not high scoring. They're not pretty. But this defense has been incredible. And if the Eagles offensive line was 100 percent, I'd be a little more hesitant to make this bet. But we don't know the status of this offensive line and how how close to 100% all of the pieces will be. On top of that, the one Achilles heel that Jalen Hurts has shown is his ability to operate when pressured. The Arizona Cardinals went all out and blitzed him again, and he struggled at times against that blitz. If the Cowboys can do that and they have the weapons on defense to do it, then I don't see any reason why this wouldn't be a close game. Um, and I think more than four is is too much here. So I will be backing the Dallas Cowboys. So, um, Christian, it's going to be an awesome week of football. A lot of really great games on the slate. As always, we appreciate you joining us and in, in providing your insight. For sure. Can't wait. All right, everybody, that'll do it for Christian Cipollini. My name is Steven Andres. Thanks for watching. Be sure to check out the Beat the Closing Line podcast on Tuesdays. Megapod back on Fridays. We'll also have the Survivor Pod out here on the channel as well. If you're listening to us on audio, just go to youtube.com slash the lines US. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. <laughs>